Good morning, I'm Jeremy Melanson, and this is your NBA Daily Recap for Sunday, February 3rd. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at recap underscore NBA. This podcast is a part of the Pulse Podcast Network. Check out our free app with all the shows from across the network available in your app store. There's NBA content as well as NFL, WWE, fantasy sports, and pop culture pods. The Pulse Podcast Network, keeping your finger on the pulse. All right, guys, we had some trade news yesterday, um, Sunday afternoon that came up. Was just a minor trade, not, nothing huge, but uh, Portland sends guard Nick Stauskas and Wade Baldwin, as well as two second round picks from 2021 and 2023 to the Cleveland Cavaliers in exchange for Rodney Hood. Um, the, Blaze, the Blazers net a rotation player in this one, and the Cavs uh, essentially they, they took back two uh, expiring contracts, and uh, they've now turned George Hill. Kyle Korver and Rodney Hood into seven draft picks, one first and six second round picks. So it's uh, it's tank mode, and you may see them start to part uh, continue part out players. Um, Alec Burks, uh, if they can, Tristan Thompson and Kevin Love. Uh, yeah, it's definitely on in Cleveland. All right, guys, we'll look at the just three games on from Super Bowl Sunday. The first one was the Grizzlies in New York to play the Knicks, and when you've lost three straight, including seventeen of your last nineteen. There isn't a much bigger ray of light as when you see the Knicks on your ne- as your next game on the schedule. Uh, Memphis got down and dirty like old times and held the Knicks to under 22 points in every quarter. DeAndre Jordan, Wesley Matthews, and Dennis Smith Jr. all made their Nick debuts. Three of them, uh, they all played two consecutive games at MSG, but for two different teams, as the Mavs were in New York the game before they were traded. Um, at one point in the second quarter, Ennis Cantor got up and walked to the scorer's table to the cheers of the crowd, but then he was informed by the coaching staff that they actually called for Dennis, not Ennis. So he had to go sit back down, and the crowd reaction turned to boos, and he actually did not play at all in this game. And speaking of boos, the Garden let Joakim Noah have it every time he touched the ball. Noah had been given a four-year, $72 million contract by Phil Jackson that he was really never able to live up to. Um, the team banished him after an argument with former coach Jeff Hornacek, and then he was waived before signing with Memphis uh, this season. Anyway, Memphis took this one 96-84. Memphis was without Kyle Anderson, who's going to seek a specialist for his injured shoulder, uh, so that could lead to a lot more missed time, something to watch out for there. Um, and also, uh, the Grizzlies signed Bruno Caboclo to his second 10-day contract. And uh, he actually went scoreless in this one. Mike Conley had 25 points, 8 rebounds, and 7 assists. He also had 3 steals and a block. Mark Gasol had 24 points with 9 rebounds and 5 assists. Justin Holiday had 19 points on 5 three-pointers with 5 rebounds. And Jaron Jackson Jr. had 16 points and 7 rebounds. For the Knicks side of the game... Luke Cornett returned, and he had 11 points with 4 rebounds and 3 blocks. DeAndre Jordan, starting in that center role, played almost 30 minutes. He had 12 points and 12 rebounds with a steal and a block. Noah Vonley had 9 points with 6 rebounds. Mario Hazonia had 14 points with 8 rebounds. And Kevin Knox had 17 points. In Dennis Smith Jr.'s debut for the Knicks, he had 8 points, 6 assists, 3 rebounds, a block, and a steal. And Wesley Matthews had just 5 points. Um, After the game... Uh, Fisdale said that these guys just, they haven't even practiced with the team yet, so they didn't know any of the sets or anything like that. But honestly, I don't think it's going to matter too much. Uh, next game we're going to look at, the marquee matchup of the day. The Oklahoma City Thunder were in Boston to play the Celtics. And we'll throw the spoiler alert on this one. Uh, it was a pretty good game, went down to the wire. 
Boston led by six with a minute and a half to go. Then a pair of Russell Westbrook free throws brought the Thunder to within two with 45 seconds left. And then Kyrie took it into the teeth of the OKC defense, scoring a beautiful finger roll over both Westbrook and Steven Adams to put the Boston ahead by four with 23 seconds left. The Thunder responded with a three-pointer from Jeremy Grant to make it a one-point game. And then this was followed by a time-stopping foul, but Jason Tatum was only able to convert on one of his free throws, and it was now a two-point game. Then with eight seconds remaining, uh, Kyrie was able to strip the ball from Westbrook, which found its way to back to Jason Tatum, and he sealed the game at the free-throw line this time. Boston took this one 134-129, and Boston wins four in a row, snapping the Thunder's seven-game winning streak. Kyrie had 30 points with 11 assists and 4 rebounds. Marcus Smart had 18 points, 7 assists, 4 rebounds, and 2 steals, including 4 3-pointers. Al Horford had 17 and 9 with 2 steals and a block. Daniel Tice off the bench had 14 and a steal and a block. Jason Tatum had 11 points with 7 rebounds, 2 steals and 2 blocks. Marcus Morris had 19 points with 7 rebounds. Terry Rozier had 10 points with 7 rebounds. And Jalen Brown had 12 points. From the Thunder side of the game... Paul George had 37 points, including five three-pointers. He also had four rebounds, four assists, a steal, and a block. Dennis Schroeder off the bench had 16 and 6 with two steals. Russell Westbrook, his, what is this, fifth or sixth straight triple-double, 22 points, 16 assists, and 12 rebounds with a pair of steals. Steven Adams had 16 and 9 with a pair of steals himself. Jeremy Grant had 15 points with a steal and a block. And Terrence Ferguson had 11 points. Last one we're going to look at was the Toronto Raptors hosting the Los Angeles Clippers. Um, This seemed on the surface like it could have been a decent ball game, uh, but the Clippers were on a pretty dirty back-to-back in this one. They essentially had to play two games in less than 24 hours, having played uh, at 5 o'clock in Detroit on Saturday and then yesterday afternoon in Toronto. Um, The first quarter drew a 23-all tie, but then the Raptors came alive in the second, and they outscored LA 42-28 in front of Clippers owner Steve Ballmer, who sat courtside to presumably keep an eye on Kawhi Leonard. Doc Rivers didn't want to push his guys after that and take any risk to injury, and the Raptors continued to outscore the Clippers in both the third and the fourth quarters. Toronto took this one 121-103. Hamilton native Shea Gilgis-Alexander played his first NBA game back home on Canadian soil, and he had 19 points to go with 5 rebounds, 2 blocks, a steal, and 3 assists. Montrez Harrell had 10 points, 4 blocks, and a steal. Boban had 10 points with 9 rebounds and a couple of steals. Patrick Beverly had 12 points and just two rebounds, in case you were wondering. Lou Williams had 18 points off the bench, and Tobias Harris had 13 points, four rebounds, two assists, and a steal. From the Raptors' side of the game, C.J. Miles got hot. He had 15 points with three three-pointers and four rebounds, a steal, and a block. Kawhi Leonard had 18 points, five rebounds. He also had three triples and a block. Fred Van Vliet got the start because Kyle Lowry sat this one out. Uh, Van Vliet had 9 points, 7 assists, 5 rebounds, and 3 steals. DeLon Wright had 14 points with a pair of steals. Serge Ibaka had 16 points and 12 rebounds. And Pascal Siakam had 15 for the wraps. And that was it for Sunday's action. On Monday, we have 6 games tonight. The first one is Denver at Detroit. And Jamal Murray is questionable as he's been out with a left ankle sprain. Uh, since that game in Phoenix. Denver's favored in this one by four points on the road. The Atlanta Hawks are at Washington, and this should be a high-scoring affair. Uh, 233 over-under, highest of the day. Tyler Dorsey is probable, and Troy Brown Jr. for Washington is doubtful. Washington's favored by six. The next game we'll look at, <clears throat> Milwaukee is at Brooklyn to play the Nets, and the Bucks are favored by seven. 
Eric Bledsoe is probable after he missed the last, last one with left Achilles soreness. And Joe Harris is questionable for the Nets. Next game is the Indiana Pacers at New Orleans to play the Pelicans. And Indiana is favored by 1.5 with a 217.5 over-under. Um, both Randall and Miritich are questionable to return. Um, there's a lot of questions, though, about that. Whether they're healthy to return is, is one question. Uh, whether they want to return, whether New Orleans wants them to return is, is another question. Um, they probably, depending what the Anthony Davis situation is, like they might not, might not want to win games right now. Uh, or they could just be also holding them out until after the All-Star break um, so that they can get a little extra rest time. Uh, we'll just have to wait and see. The Houston Rockets are at Phoenix tonight. Chris Paul is po probable to return. He set the last back-to-back, uh, -back, second half of that back-to-back -back out. And Houston's favored by eight. Sacramento is at home tonight to host the San Antonio Spurs. And the Spurs are favored by one and a half. And Derek White is out for this one. And that'll do it for today's podcast, everybody. Shout-outs to the Pulse Podcast Network. Have a great day.